Hey, what's going on? It's episode number 42 of Hey My Man. It is now just me and Ben. Last time I said and then there was two, there was no Ben, then we got Ben, now we're back down to two. Nick is gone. I don't have any music to play Nick out on, but um, for reasons I'll let Nick explain, and I like to just keep make it sound like there's something sinister at play. So you can contact Nick at Nick488 on Twitter. You know what you should do is guess your own conspiracy. Why do you think Nick left? I don't give a Please, shit. Please uh, hit us up at our... You know what? Leave us something, a message on Twitter as to why you think Nick left. I don't give a Again, shit. Again, it's at Hey My Man 2012. So go on there, leave us a uh, Twitter message and tell us why you think Nick left. I just want to see what people come up with. All right. Here, here's what you can do. Contact us on Twitter, hashtag why Nick left. And while, like you're, at, while you're at it, you can hashtag podcast you can hashtag beer you can hashtag yummy when you're drinking starbucks you can in hashtag penises, coffee it it's just in penises you can hashtag penis you can hashtag <laughs> what here's my thing i uh i don't have a I don't, i'm pretty technology technologically dumb you can grab that drink whenever <laughs> you gonna want say, <laughs> but uh no i don't i don't do uh facebook i never did myspace stuff like that so Wait, why do you wait? Maybe because I'm just gayer than both of you. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, just me now. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, you're going to have, I'm going to have to, eventually, I'm just going to have to go. I'm gayer than Dave. There you go. <laughs> we'll enough. just put it that way. No, but I get it. Like, I'm not, um, I'm, I'm not super advanced in that kind of field. However, I've been on Twitter, I don't know, maybe a year-ish or whatever. You're coming along. I've figured out, and I don't even tweet a bunch because I, I don't care. I kind of, whatever. But I have figured out what hashtags are for. What? There's a reason for them. It's not just here's what people are doing. There's you can you can have a caption. Say you're on Instagram and you post a picture of uh, your Starbucks coffee, for example, because right. every person has done that except for me and you. Uh, right. Uh, you put a caption as to what that picture is. You know, I post pictures of my kids on Instagram all the time. And just put you know here hashtag Ben's kids. Here's the here's the thing. You don't need to. You can put a caption, but what people are doing... Is this whole thing about you explaining what hashtags are for? Yeah, because okay. I feel like I need to. I would agree. I, I know like... what they're for, but I don't think... You know what? People, well, let's see if you do. People are afraid of, of Twitter for whatever reason. People that are on Facebook... Here's the thing. I, I think I read an article a couple of... Uh, well, now probably 15 or 20 shows ago, where they were talking about how in the last, I don't know, year or two... Twitter has actually become way more popular because they they've kind of changed the interface and it's become more user friendly and people are finding it um I guess easier to navigate. So yeah. now people aren't as intimidated by the by the the interfacing with Twitter. You don't need a huge profile and blah 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 but status. The, the the problem is is a lot of people I cuz I still try to get people interested in Twitter all the time now and a lot of people still look at it and they're like, it just looks like blueprints or like a, like, like, you know, reads like stereo instructions. And this is very concise. Yeah. 
Yeah, because there's a specific number of characters you can mm-hmm. use. However, so the hashtag thing, um, from what I understand, is it's a way to basically, if you wanted to find out about a certain topic, like say Breaking Bad, hashtag Breaking Bad would literally perfect. You could search; it's a one-stop shop for anything related to Breaking Bad. So, yes, if you wanted to write a tweet about Breaking Bad and you wanted other Breaking Bad fans to see your tweet, you might hashtag it Breaking Bad or whatever the trending hashtag yeah. is for for that specific topic like batfleck was really big right. or breaking bad or whatever it's a way for people to search tweets with a common topic easy uh, way to query tweets right well what people are doing is using them as captions so they'll go oh i went to a restaurant today hashtag burger hashtag fries hashtag soda that hashtag sucks. old shitty waitress <laughs> hashtag i'm an idiot you know, then they so, have no characters left to write any to write a, a, a statement. Right, right. So I don't know. It's just bothering me. All these freaking hashtags. You, you please understand what the hashtag is for. And I don't even know why I'm so burnt up about it. I just keep seeing all these pictures. People will write funny stuff. Like I have a friend who who posts pictures of his kids and he'll write funny, you know, quips, whatever. But they're hashtags. So what's going to happen? Someone's going to click on that and go hashtag uh, black eye or whatever, you know, and you're not going to get anything close related to what you're Well, who would, doing. who would ever search a hashtag for black eye? You wouldn't. Right. So it makes no sense to even do That's it. That's why it bothers me. But let me, uh, how many friends or followers do you have on roughly on like Twitter? Or yeah. Instagram? On Twitter. No, oh. in real life. No, I like under 50. For oh, yeah. You specify in the beginning. Um, I thought hashtags were cool. And I'm like, okay, for the exact reason you said. But what I found out was by just being on Twitter long enough is that the people that are actually not celebrities, but the people who are big on Twitter who are for for just tweeting, if you use a a hashtag, it's not cool. Oh, it's out now. It's definitely out. Thank God. So I'm ahead of the curve by accident. If you use, people will automatically discount you and not retweet you if you're a person who uses... Uh, hashtag there's actually like a crazy like subculture rules and regulations to to being uh getting and i only have 600 f- followers so and i've definitely worked my ass off to get them because <laughs> it's funny i have a couple of uh family members that i've gotten interested in in twitter and even nick and i'm like here's the thing in order to get followers on twitter you've almost you've constantly have to be retweeting other people's stuff right basically what you have to do is you have to go out there and and, and pub somebody else enough to where you you retweet 10 of their jokes so and they retweet two followers. or three of their yeah so they might then in return retweet a couple of yours to their ten thousand followers and you want to hit the big accounts you want one of these bigger accounts to retweet one of your jokes yeah but what i don't understand is people that don't aren't on there to write jokes like i'm gonna go on there i'm gonna go on corollas and put wreck them damn near kill them and just hope for the yeah. best a lot of people that are like you know just family friendly twi- you know don't really aren't into twitter for the same reasons i am you're never gonna get if you're expecting to get a lot of followers you're not if you're gonna retweet pictures of or tweet pictures of your children it's not going to go anywhere. So my thing with Twitter is if it was for the show or something, like if I was, maybe I should just make one related to the show or whatever. That'd be fine. I would be doing hashtags and things like that to get, to try to get followers. But like, I don't, that's why not why I like don't the Ramones. It. You should do like Ben, my man. <laughs> At ben my man. That's not the worst idea. I'd do it and see how many followers we can get you. I just think, uh, I, yeah, I, maybe it's cause I never intended to use it that way. 
It, it, you know what really bothers me the most on Instagram? I think that's why I'm getting pissed off. Because it's like just for pictures of our kids and shit like that. And well, that's then, what you think it's for. A lot of other people just take pictures of their food. Well, yeah, that's fine. But then I Or don't... like Paulina Gretzky, who is Wayne Gretzky's daughter, takes pictures of her boobs. She does? Yeah. Check out. <laughs> I forget, really? I'll, I'll give you her Instagram information. After I mean, oh. I mean, Not yeah, that I'm interested. Not, I just I heard mean, about that. Well, I just tell you because it's Wayne. It's, it's Wayne Gretzky's daughter, sure. and I figured who's ever. I didn't have no idea who she even was until I heard on some podcast that she was popular for that. The great one. The great. Well, two. Everybody on Twitter basically makes it an inside joke. Like this is where I go to escape from my Facebook, where I have to be friends with friends with family members, friends of the family, and people that I normally. Because if you're on Facebook. You've kind of in a, like a, a weird social contract where you have to be friends with your parents. Yeah. You have yeah. to be friends with your aunts and uncles. You have to be friends with, you know, right. people that you wish you could not have to be friends You're not going to tell Aunt Lori to fuck off. Right. Well, my wife is. She, My wife has a, a strict <laughs> policy of no adults. And I'm like, you're an adult. And my she's like, well. really good about that, too. It's funny. Like, every once in a while, she'll go, oh, I got some requests. She'll have, like, 200 friend requests. And she doesn't deny them. She just lets them sit there, like. And friend limbo, we call that. What about, have you ever had a uh, someone that you Facebook friended and then saw them in real life? And uh, like, sort and of I was like, like, man, I thought you were hot, but now that I've seen you in real life. <laughs> no, like, uh, I think my wife was telling me once, like, you'll be friends with somebody and then you see them in real life and it's weird and you don't even speak. Like, it's awkward. Yes. You know, like, hey, what's, you sort of look the other yeah. way. Like, yeah. neither, neither one of you like wants to Like someone commit. you were friends with in high school. Or knew in high school peripherally, weren't really friends, mm-hmm. became friends on Facebook because you have a band or something like that or like like the podcast yeah. and you want as many followers as possible. Right. But you really have no real interaction or real friendship with the person. Yeah, so then it's absolutely. super weird when you see them in real life because you're like, hey, how's it? Yeah, know, that just, gets uh... really. <laughs> or like you see them at the bar and it's just. No, there's, dude, there's some mean ass people on Twitter. Is there as many mean people on Facebook as there are on Twitter? Yes, but they don't talk mean on on Facebook because your face, your face, you're like, I, here's the thing. Because it's like a real you, profile? Well, I mean, your name is, Facebook requires you to have, an, I mean, you could lie about your name, but most yeah. people are, you know, you are who you are, whatever your name is. On Twitter, you could be, you know, uh, Douchey McFatty Pants. Or Mexico. At, yeah, I mean, you could literally be, you could make up whatever name and... You could tweet directly to these celebrities. You can tweet directly to anybody and say the most heinous. And no one knows, like, unless they're not going to, they're not going to get a subpoena and try to find out where you're, where <laughs> right, you're writing right. this from. So you could say the most venomous, hateful things to a celebrity, which you know it'll tell you if you find a celebrity Twitter account and it has the blue check mark that it's verified that that is the oh, celebrity well, is the person. Yeah. Now you've learned two things, listeners. So if you see somebody with a, a check mark next to their name or whatever, that means it's a verified account that that mm. person has been verified through Twitter as the person who's controlling that account. Now, I guess technically they could have like an assistant tweeting for them because I think like Paris Hilton, a couple of celebrities. It's still their account though. They get it. It They read it definitely. And most celebrities are narcissistic, I would assume. And, you know, that's why they do what they do. So they want to see what the word is out there. I saw an interview with, uh, I think it was unfortunately Jimmy Fallon. I just saw a clip of it. But he was talking to uh, Ben Affleck. About a ton of stuff. And then he asked Ben Affleck about, you know, <laughs> seeing the Twitter stuff after he was announced that he was going to be Batman. And oh, he was just like, dude, it was, it was vicious. So, yeah, basically, he, he was like, he was talking about how he had seen all the tweets himself or had read all the stuff on the internet. And, he, and it, 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 
I mean, he's a big enough man to, to handle it, but at some point it, it gets to you. And I was actually speaking of that. Um, Sarah Silverman was on that totally bias with W uh, Kamal Bell. It's on comedy central. And he was talking to Sarah Silverman about the James Franco roast. And she was talking about how it affected her and how her feelings got hurt. And she's like, listen, I do get hurt when people say, and I know it's a roast and I understand that it's a roast, but I'm a human being and people were making, you know, and that was really kind of a, a real docile roast as far as roasts were concerned. But she was like, you know, yeah. they made jokes about my age and they made, and she's like, you know, the next three days I spent in bed, which I'm sure she was for dramatic purposes, but yeah. you know what I mean? People are people. So when you're behind a computer, like you said, the difference are there meaner people on Facebook and Twitter, you're able to do it with complete anonymity from Twitter. And I mean, you don't even realize that the person is, you know, how they're reacting when they're reading the tweets and you're putting their name and their, you know, at, so at yeah. whoever. So you're intending that they're getting it. You want them to see like it. I used to, I have, I've been banned by all the card, <laughs> all the Kardashians have, really? have literally blocked me. Yeah. There's a, um, I would love to hear this. List, uh, like. There's a ton of people. Not, not all of them are women. No, Don Cheadle didn't block Kardashian. Me. Don Cheadle. Well, Don Cheadle retweeted me because called him purple. I, I called him. Yes, I did call him purple, and he. I think he enjoyed it because he retweeted it, or at least he responded. Really? He didn't retweet it. He responded to it. Really? Yeah, it was actually pretty. Uh, because here's the thing: I wasn't. I wasn't trying to be racist. I was just making it. You know, hey, some people's skin is black. Some people's skin is white. Some people's skin is you know pink. His skin happens to be purple. In Hotel Rwanda, everybody was purple. Big right. Deal. So it is what it is, and. Uh, like I said, so you you just never know who the recipient is and, and what mood they're in and uh, if they're mentally stable. But I think that, again, when you're able to to send a message or send a direct message to a celebrity, it's awesome. But at the same time, you have this power to, like, literally crush somebody. Yeah, who, but is that a good thing? I mean, I don't know. It's like, it's like verbal stoning. People just – I see – like, when I – like, somebody uh, – Jim Norton got into it with somebody – uh, and he re- he was retweeting. Get like, out of here! Yeah, I know, I know. Are you sitting down? Uh, he got into it with somebody, and he was retweeting retweeting what they said. And I I probably you know fell victim to this phishing that they're doing. So I clicked on theirs and like, who is this person? Right. Why is he fighting with them? Are they anybody? Just some douche. And I basement. looked at all their tweets, and it's just like stone after stone, just just at him just or at anybody they could, and just like fuck this dude and this person sucks. Uh, Aaron Paul on Breaking Bad has, has has stupid skinny fingers, and I'm just like, that's what you're focusing on. You well, know what I mean? Like, no wonder he retweeted you, I, asshole. I don't know. I'm starting to turn into this old fuddy duddy. Like, I don't. I don't think maybe everybody doesn't get a voice. Maybe everybody. Have maybe one. everyone doesn't get a vote. You all don't get a voice because we see what happens when everyone gets a voice, and you watch the news and they scroll at the bottom like they would stock market. Uh, you know, NASDAQ up, blah, blah, blah. At the bottom now during Fox News, it scrolls and it says, hashtag TGIF. Uh, I can't believe it's Friday. Can't wait for the weekend. Hashtag I'm going to barbecue tonight. That's on the news. Right. You're watching the goddamn news to see what's happening that day. And some schmuck who gets a voice is now telling you that he's going to do pork chops and he's going to marinate them. And that's on your TV now. You know what I mean? So, so, Maybe we don't all need a voice. But doesn't that also at the same time As bring us closer? A podcast. I'm D- going to tell everyone they don't need a voice. Got Stitcher? We're on it. So get it. Stitcher's an award-winning provider of news and talk radio for your mobile phone. Stitcher Smart Radio. The smart way to listen to radio. Television news. There's a lot of stuff that came out. I mean, Breaking Bad. First of all, 
I know you're not happy about it. I'm thrilled about it. The, the prospect of the Saul Goodman spinoff of Breaking Bad. Not happy about Why? it. Why? They're, they're, they're milking it's a prequel, every though. last drop out of this wonderful teat that is Breaking Bad. It's such a good story. There's, I don't really think there's any episodes other than maybe the one with the fly yeah, in the laboratory. But there's a whole um, metaphor, whatever. Uh, it's such a good story. It's one of the best shows. And I know I didn't put it in my top five, but that's because it wasn't done. When it's done, we can do another top five and I'll just throw it way up there. But uh, it's so good. All it's going to do is shit on it. So I'm gonna, even if it's decent, you know what I mean? It's just going to be uh, a, a spin-off. I trust so... Name a spin-off that's good. Frasier, maybe? No. I don't know, not even not, you, you, I mean, Frasier may be good on its own. Trapper, but, I mean, Trapper if you say MD. Trapper John. Trapper John MD. No, if you... Like, Frasier might have been good on its own, but it's nowhere near as good as Cheers. So. No, no, no. I, but no. Saul Goodman is a great character in a fantastic show. Can't we just... Can't we just sit down and go, this dinner is good. I'm full. I'm full and I'm happy. Can't we ever do that just once in a while? Do we have to go, ah, you know, fuck it, we'll ziplock this up and we'll throw it in the microwave and later it'll be something. Like, I don't want a shittier version of what I really enjoy. But I want what how about I enjoy. this? I agree with you 100%. But on the flip side of that, I look at it and I say, I don't think there's... Vince Gilligan, I trust him implicitly at this point. He He's... he's I don't. I feel like there's I no. And I, 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 again, from what I've seen, what I've seen, he's not going to be the writer. I think he's going to be part of it, but I don't think he's going to be one of the main. That being said, I think that it's an it's an important character and it's important to him and it's important to everyone in the Breaking Bad. Well, I, I guess the same thing could have been said for Star Wars when they when they did the, uh, <laughs> you know, one, two, and three, but. Just leave it alone once in a while. I, I here's a, all they all they ask. all they can do is they hurt do. it. The, the 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 legacy that is Breaking Bad because even if it's as good as Breaking Bad, that's what I expect it to be. The only but anything less than that is going to be a disappointment to everybody. But the fact that it's supposed to be more lighthearted and more comedy based, it's not supposed to be as serious as Breaking. And I'm not going to have any interest. All I know is from my personal pain and torture is they bent me over with Star Wars. They bent me over with Indiana Jones. They bent me over with Die Hard. And now they're trying to do it with Breaking Bad. Please Robocop stop. 2, 3, and 4 in the TV series? Uh, yeah, but not, <laughs> as, not as much, but I'm still looking forward to the new movie. That With that out of the way, um, there's all, AMC is doing a Walking Dead spinoff as well. Are you aware of this? Are you, do you, are you even on board with Walking Dead? I am one season into Walking Dead. I, Which is the? I can't, I can't believe it. there's so many goddamn shows, man. I can't I watch believe a lot of TV. I feel is that <laughs> the only the only reason is just because you haven't been able to keep up. Yeah, because yeah. the first season of first Walking season Dead is great. amazing. Yeah, no, it was really really good. I think that it's was, only like six episodes. My wife even it? watched it with me, and she doesn't like TV that much. But yeah, no, it was wonderful. Um, this one, I guess, the the original Walking Dead show that you see is based on the graphic novels loosely. I mean, it's kind of based. It's based on it. Um, but I guess Robert Kirkman, the guy who, who does the graphic novels and wrote the graphic novels and the storyline for the walking dead, he is going to use the second walking, the walking dead spinoff to basically have an entire new storyline. That's not pinned down and has to be specifically trying to follow the graphic novel. Because as you know, fans of the comics or graphic novel, 
hold this guy accountable every time he goes off the beaten path from what Fan they want. get serious, man. So this is his opportunity. Basically, he's go- it's going to be the same exact scenario, um, the same exact apocalypse, just from a perspective of a different group of people in a different part of the country that have no ties and will never, as far as I know, cross the cast that me. you know from the, the, the Walking good. Dead show. So he can, he is his complete autonomy to do whatever he wants with the casting and, and uh you know figure out how how which direction he wants to take it and there's he's actually not held to any storyline or, or pre-existing script so that excites you well obviously you're not that into it because you never went beyond season one yeah but at least that's like the same sort of idea but going in a different direction that's not taking a beloved character from something i'm invested in and milking it but at the same time aren't are you you, zombies you know what i mean are you not sick of zombies yet i'm sick of zombies yeah but i haven't seen world war z yet oh but i want to see i want to see it pretty bad and once i do maybe then i'll be sick of that and um prisoners oh my god i've heard such great things about that let's do like a mandate and then we should No, I really, I really do want to see before the next episode. Although uh, having kids, man, I don't know. I I may just, it may just, it may be hard to enjoy, you know. But but that's not really my style. I like I like shit that's dark. Like I'd be into it. From the time I was a kid, one of my favorite movies was uh, Beverly Hills Cop, the original one. Still to this day, and you know what? As in, I guess ascending order, they started to get worse and worse as they went on. Yeah. However, it's been a long time. It's been a long time since we've seen Axel Foley on film. And apparently, from what I've read in the trades, um, Eddie Murphy attempted to go to sell the idea of uh, a Beverly Hills Cop TV show. Yeah, like a, like a based. And as him being Axel Foley. And it, 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 got, it got denied. But... Jerry Bruckheimer, who did the original um, Beverly Hills Cop, has decided to pair with Eddie Murphy again. And they are in talks, if not ready to uh, already close, I don't know, by this time, uh, on a Beverly Hills Cop 4. The guy, and I I wish I would have looked it up, the guy who played Taggart, he's dead. Oh, yeah. Judge Reinhold has got to be old as shit at this point. He's still around and kicking, though. How do you, you know, and I, I think from what I read, that it's going to be based in Detroit. So this time they're going to, and oh, it's a little oh, old that, to be like operating in Detroit at this point in time. But. He'll be working out of that building. Do you think people in Detroit go, hey, we're Detroit, but we're not Chicago at this point. Like Chicago is now the new Detroit. Like people are afraid to be in Detroit, but there's, they'd rather be there than Chicago. Yeah, well, they shoot each other in Chicago, but there's still some money floating around. I guess. I guess. That's the main difference. I guess. That's the main There's difference. still some businesses that are open on yes. the streets. Yes. So how do you feel about the idea of another Beverly Hills cop? I'm for it, and here's why. I, I normally, like, I just went on a diatribe about spinoffs and all that, but, but here's the thing. I don't hold Beverly Hills cop as high as you do. I really do like it. I mean, I'm only talking about the original one. Yeah, well, one one's really, really good. I enjoy it, but uh, Eddie Murphy... To me, is very funny. He's, I think he's a hilarious dude. He just needs help. He needs the right format. He needs to stop going like, I'm going to be the donkey from Shrek. I think he got a taste of that kid money. You know what I mean? That, like, I'm going to do a voiceover. He did an edition on Bubble Hill. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's getting that big ass money from from those huge kid markets. And, and he lost his edge. 
But if somebody could give him an opportunity to get it back, uh, I still think Eddie Murphy's hilarious. What? I think he'd be. I think he'd be great. He just needs the opportunity. And again, myself and you are not in the industry. We don't know Eddie Murphy. But no. I will. I will put this to you. I don't know Eddie. Murphy. If you become, what what do you think drives people to become actors? Or no. in, uh, the need for attention and money. Okay, the need for attention and the need for money. So ultimately, when you're offered something that makes a lot of money, but is definitely outside of like you know Eddie Murphy, who was doing the comedy that he was doing in the stand-up, you know, that he's famous for. He's offered this opportunity to not just be a movie star, but forget being a movie star, make real serious money being attached to Disney and doing the clumps and all this stuff. Yeah. So for people that sit back and like you know cast judgment and be like oh you know that's not Eddie's selling out or Eddie you know it, it's like well at some point I mean but you have a family really selling out I mean like he's making a lot of money but is he it selling out, out but is ultimately that the reason I asked you that question is ultimately isn't that anybody's goal you're you're working in the industry yeah, and you're yeah. making a livelihood and now you've taken it to the next level where people are offering you that kind of money mm-hmm. I mean the, the another spinoff that's coming out is the uh, dumb and dumber the uh, you know spinoff or not spinoff excuse me the Dumb and Dumber two is it really the, the remember there was another one that came out Dumb Man. and Dumberer just that was a prequel a, just, just put a bullet in me right but it's now. Bo- both Jim Carrey yeah. and uh, Jeff Daniels are signed on to do it and my thing uh, is I mean it just I can't think of a how how stupid Dumb and Dumber I think I've said I don't know if we did top comedies yet or not but Dumb and Dumber to me is the funniest movie ever to me. It's great. It's definitely great. Everyone's got their own whatever. No movie has made me laugh again and again as much as that movie. And Ferrelli Brothers, if you're listening, please don't rape me again. Please don't rape my <laughs> eye holes and my ear holes by doing another Dumb and Dumber. Don't screw up what I love so fucking much. Again, don't I mean, what, again. what's what's the reasoning for it? Is it that they, they really feel like they've found a script that's going to be great? Or it's like, hey... Let's go back to that well where we know people are going to pay for it, whether or not it ends up being good. The money's already in our in the kitty by the time you've determined whether it's good but or not. But they've done two different very funny movies with Jim Carrey. What? Uh, me, myself, me, myself, and, and Irene. Irene. Yeah, and Dumb and Dumber. It worked really well. If you really want to work with him again, write another funny script. But isn't it the isn't it where we're at now, where people are? It's like again, like we were talking about playing playing in a band. If you if you want to make money, you play in a cover band. Unless you're, you know, a huge band. If you want to like make it a career where you're, you know, not famous but enabled to not have a job and go play bar after bar and make that your job, you have to play what people, the the the, the stuff that people know and the stuff that people are, you already know they appreciate. They can do what they want. I'm just begging them to not. Well, they. My eye I mean, holes. both. I, I I can guarantee you, Jim Carrey has fuck you money. Guarantee Tons it. of it. He did that. Penguin Jeff Daniels. I'm assuming he has. Not as much as Jim Carrey, but he also has that kind of money. He's set for life. He's good. So really, did they care about killing the the legacy that is Dumb and Dumber? And has there been enough time in between the two movies where you're not really gonna say, "Well, now the whole thing is, you know, the whole the franchise is 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 screwed." Maybe it will be super. Did you funny. forget about Dumb and Dumberer? No, it, I didn't forget about it. It never happened to me. Okay. Well, I mean, so what I'm saying is what that, that you you. You you moved on from it. Never and saw you still it. appreciate. Never saw okay, it. well, whatever. I won't. You just deny its existence. It didn't happen. What movie? And you—that's what I'm saying. So can't you do that to this if this doesn't turn out the way you want it? No, because they're in it. 
and it's the same people. That's look. I, Do you really want to know what happened to Harry and Lloyd? Not me. I don't. No. <laughs> you know, when you grow up and like you're a kid and your parents read you those bedtime stories, there's not sequels to them. It's this right. is how it goes. I mean, true. You know, and they, they continue on to, for you to read to your children. Yeah, that's how it goes. This is the story. I, I don't know. I can't. I, Something... can't, I can't be that anymore. Make what you want. I'm not an important person. You can make whatever the fuck you want. I'm not going to stop anything. Just know that that I'm I'm worried about it and I don't want it to happen. Something is on my mind. It's really bothering me. When Ben came over tonight, he was in a in a huff to try to see the last <laughs> half hour of Breaking Bad before we podcasted because we were going to talk about it. It's tough. And while he was getting ready, I was watching uh, Barter Kings, which is a show that I like mostly because there's a chick on there that I'm in love with named Kendall. And he, I was like, man, you got to see this chick. And he's like, what's this show? I'm like, don't worry about the show. You got to see this chick. So he goes and he, I, I, there's a part where she's on there and I go, look at her, man. She, isn't she hot? And he goes, dude, she looks like Eddie Furlong from Terminator two. She has the exact same haircut. And I'm like, you know what? It pissed me off almost as because he was right. It pissed me off almost as bad as when Nick ruined the, uh, um, what's her name with the thumbs, Megan Fox. Oh, but he's that's like nitpicking, though. Dude, her thumbs are mangled. She doesn't have thumbs to me. I don't care. That's you just deny the existence of everything that, like, you you want to like look past. Life's way easier if you do that. By the way, I I understand that, but like, I remember what bills? I, I, Nick one time was asking me about, uh, and he's not here to defend himself. Thumbs? So too bad. I remember listening to that going thumbs. He, are you serious? One of the very first things me and Nick ever talked about. We're talking about like Kill Bill, or we're talking about Quentin Tarantino. And he was talking about Uma Thurman, and he's like, "Oh, she's disgusting." And I'm like, "Her eyes are." This and he was like, apart. "Oh my god, have you seen her toes?" And there was a, I guess there, <laughs> there was a scene in Kill Bill in the Kill Bill One, where she's escaping from the hospital and she needs to use her toes to, uh, like, pick up something with. And they're literally look, they're long and they're, you know, they look like like Magic Johnson's fingers. That's how long they are. Just as dark. and no, yeah, except well, I, Larry Bird's fingers. No, I, then, I, guess. I wish they were, but um. He was so put upon or put off by the fact that, and I was like, "Really, dude? I mean, you're that focused in on that?" I think my my ADD uh, gives me the inability to stare at things like fingers, thumbs, toes, because I, you know, what I mean, I can't, like, I can't get past the vitals. You know what I mean? I'll look at the things I do enjoy about something, and by other than hashtags, I'm yeah. reading your mind right now. No, I can't. I can't. I can't. Uh, I lose. I lose focus before I get to the toes. Well, anyway, so yeah, I was like, I was like telling, I was trying to be excited and being like, listen, here's Ben, another guy I can get on board about Kendall from Barter Kings, <laughs> and uh, he immediately crushed my dreams. Well, and I don't care, right you know what? If that's what it, if that's what it comes down to, then I guess I'm, I have a crush on the Eddie Furlong of you know 1997 or whatever to year jump Terminator in your defense, Two came. Edward out. Furlong isn't this masculine person. All should, right, don't you know, try, try to don't try no, to church listen, it up, dirt. If it, if it, it was, is what it is. If it was Ron Perlman jumping on that little moped, Ron with, Jeremy. If it was Ron Jer, <laughs> if it was Ron Perlman on that little moped rag <laughs> with a ginger kid flipping right. off a stepdad, then I'd be like, oh, that's kind of weird. But Eddie Furlong. So you're saying that you could have possibly been sexually attracted to Eddie Furlong under you the right circumstances. I'm saying that I am, and I'm saying, you, <laughs> and I'm saying you could have worse uh, man crushes. Not the Eddie Furlong. Furlong today that has the five head and the beer gut, and no, like you know, where's the day go to? Right, he's a mess. But 94? Kendall's still looking hot 
correct today, right now. I think it's early 90s. Also, I want to say this. Not even Pecker. I'm out by For then. all you guys who bailed on Christina Aguilera, the voice, I think, came back on this week. Yeah, it did. Dude, amazing yeah, did. looking. Amazing. And maybe it's just because she's sitting next to CeeLo Green, but I'll tell you what. It doesn't hurt. She looks great. She does. Look I liked good. her when she was fat, but now I I feel like I oh, no. she should be all about me because I stuck with her through you, through everything. You certainly like gave your tenure with her. I mean, you stuck. I with wasn't. Her. Yeah, I wasn't willing to turn my back just like on Lindsay. That was on tonight, and I, I it was on. I told my wife, I said, Christina Aguilera looks good, but she looks like she's wearing a mask. Like it's I don't know if it's the way they do the makeup or whatever, but I was like, there's no way she looks that flawless. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? There she is. She's really, that beautiful. Is she that beautiful? That's <laughs> yes. that's what I'm wondering. Maybe you're right. You know what? Why can't she be? Why do you have to be so negative? Because now I, that I, you because know. I saw season two of The Voice, and so I know. <laughs> well, whatever. I mean, she got to train she her. She better, whatever though. she needed to so do, great. and she straightened up her act. God bless her for someone feeding her and telling her to work out and losing Not feeding pounds. her. Force-feeding her hummus. I liked her even when she was heavy. I just, you know, either way. Maybe I just, I like what's inside. I don't know. She was pretty cool when she was in stuff in the... Late thousands. What's stuff? Stuff was like a spinoff of FHM or, or. Oh, okay. The magazine. Like the half nudie magazines. Is it more nudie than. It's like it's it can be in the bathroom without someone going like, oh, like there's <laughs> club magazine in the bathroom. Like that guy's a pervert. I never like, forget. No, no, no. It's just it's just stuff. One year for fair. Hanukkah, my wife got me <laughs> a, uh, a, a, a suicide. It was like the first year they were popular. A suicide girls hardbound book eight crazy nudie magazines of of uh like burlesque photos of oh, chicks with tattoos that I'm, that I'm into. and i'm like you know and i remember my like opening up and i mean i was shit at the time probably like 28 something 26 i don't know how old i was and i remember like opening it up and like passing it around to my dad and my brother you know and everybody was looking at it and i'm like it's art it's a hardbound book. Oh, it's, it's not. It's not some smutty magazine. It's yeah, a hardbound yeah. book. Yeah, I agree. These girls are. They're artistic. You know, Absolutely. they're they're definitely. Uh, She's in a martini glass. And I wanted That's my classy. mom. To, I wanted my mom to understand that you know these, some of these girls are, they're full figured, you know. So I love it. uh, absolutely, I'm, I'm I'm almost I'm almost I consider myself so, somewhat of a feminist. <laughs> I, I consider you a feminist too. You sent me a list of uh, yes or no's, which is uh, something that Nick came up with a long time ago and basically uh you just throw out a topic and and the person says yes or no unfortunately because nick's not here he can't ask the topic and me and you could answer so um you asked me how i felt about the red hot chili peppers Mm -hmm. and i believe them to be one of the most overrated obnoxious musical acts of all time except for flea Everybody else except he's still, for Flea. He's still all those things. He's just very talented also. No, no, but I, I, I can appreciate Flea because I know he came from a place prior to being in the Red Hot Chili Peppers that I give him some sort of street credibility mm. because he was in a lot of bands that I like or in bands that I like prior to even being in the Red Hot Chili Peppers. However, really? Anthony Kiedis to me, it's almost as bad, you know, when like uh, um, Sinatra does that stupid scat jazz. Or David Lee Roth or... It, that's it's he's Daily ho- Ross is the worst scat probably d- today, but he does the most of it. Do you think that Sammy Hagar, the Red Rocker, when he when they play Van, I've never been to a Van Halen singer show. of Montrose, you're referring to? Do you think, yes, do you think that he does, um, when he covers any of the songs that were written by uh, David Lee Roth? And I don't know that he's able to or not. 
Do you think he does the scat parts? You know who else does it too is Steven Tyler. No, he just does that weird... Um... I would say Steven Tyler's more annoying than David Lee Roth. Oh, Steven Tyler is way annoying. Oh, he's... Thank you. I'm glad we <laughs> he's agree. He's way annoying. Look, if you had to guess... If you never knew Aerosmith and you'd never heard any of their music and never and you saw that guy walking on the beach and I said, man or woman? From the front or the back? Front. Like, just waist alone. I mean, I don't know. Do you have to see his no, face? No, front still. Front still. Women have weird stuff. I, yeah, he would. He's looks like a very unattractive woman. Yeah. His, but here's the thing. His daughters are beautiful. Oh, incredible. And, and you could tell that they look like him. They have some of his features. Because he slept with beautiful he, women. But he has, he has beautiful woman features. Yeah. If they were on a woman. Yeah, but they look a little lips. creepy on it. Yeah, he looks pretty creepy on a. They look creepy on a man. Great ass. No, no, I'm just kidding. No, yeah, I. But it's it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. He's super weird. I am gonna say this. I do miss Nick's Bill Cosby, so I might need him to put some shit down on recording so I could drop it in every now and then solid. or go back and. It's he just says pudding pops, but it's enough. It's enough. Um. The other thing you asked me about but was... So fl- Chili Peppers is a no. Then. No, hate him. Hate their... We started hey, talking hey. about how Anthony Kiedis sucks and Steven Tyler looks like a cat. Yes, I don't know. But regardless, Anthony Kiedis is horrible. Dave Navarro, one of the biggest douchebags of all time. In fact, he does the tattoo show on uh, Ink Master. is good at guitar, though? Yeah, but I don't, I don't think that you can transcend douchebaggery or douchebagness just because you're a good guitar player. Also... Stevie he's, Ray Vaughan is one of the best, my favorite guitar players of all time. Yeah, yeah. However, um, and I don't even know that he's a Native American, but he dresses in a lot of Native American accoutrement. A lot of, a lot of turquoise. And yes, and flowing weird blouses. <laughs> I believe he was probably a huge douchebag. Probably. Steve Vai, huge douchebag. Ingve Malmsteen, huge douchebag. Yeah. Uh, Joe Satriani, probably a cool Randy dude. Rhodes, awesome. What I'm saying yeah, is yeah. a good Shit guitar. Good, I would say most guitar players that are like, you know, good, like great guitar players like that probably are a little eccentric. Well, that goes to little... my, my Madden theory, which I'll explain in a different episode. But yeah, we will come back to 100 that. points. Flavored potato chips was one of the other ones you asked me. Yes or no one. And I would say this. The only good potato chip is a standard potato chip. Really? Hate Hate. Are you hardlining? I saw yes, I saw something today that that Adam Carolla was taking a a, a, a hard line on, really? saying barbecue potato chips were the were the best potato chip. I don't get freaky with oh, my beer, no, and I don't no, get no. freaky with my barbecue. Oh, am I wrong about what what I'm saying? No, no, I would disagree vehemently. The barbecue is the. best I will say chip. this. He said actually, that? you know what? Yes, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna go with a flavored oh. chip, I'm gonna correct myself right now before I get too deep into this. Sour cream and onion. Good. If, if for a flavored potato chip, Good. but I don't I don't go beyond that. Salt and vinegar. I, I just yeah, it's all right. I mean, I think I've had the, what, what's the Jimmy John's or whatever has those salt and vinegar chips. But I'm more referring to the new stuff that has like um, lime, like a tapatio flavor. I don't even know what that means. That's a hot sauce or li- limon tapatio tapatio. Yeah. When you work in warehouses long enough, you know what tapatio is. It's all right. Assuming... What up, puppy? You want some chicken? <laughs> exactly. Hey, put some tapatio on there. Hey, it's not hot. What it's is not it? Hot. Dude, I used to work with all these people. That I'd be like, they would, they would be having You all... mean Mexicans? Yeah, yeah. I'd be working with a bunch of Mexicans, and they would all bring... Um... Oh, God, it was so wonderful. I got to have like a 40-ounce. They would all bring this communal lunch. Like, everybody would bring one thing, and it was like uh, Jesus' last supper. <laughs> And they would always do this thing. Hey, Seuss. Hey, hey, wait, try. Hey, you try a taco. You try, you take it, make it, take it, take it. Make I couldn't it one think time. of a better thing 
than a bunch of Mexican guys forcing Mexican food on. Oh, me. it was great. That's <laughs> what I mean. It was great. Um, it was it was very segregated. It was weird. But I would always sit down with them because they brought great food. Hey, wait, try this taco, try this, and I would try it. And hey, it's not hot. It's not hot every time. No, it's not hot. And I'd be like, Are you, are you say... sure? <laughs> and they would be like, Are you sure? Are you sure it's not hot? No, it's not hot. And it would be like the hottest fucking shit ever. Like I, I would have to down a whole gallon of water, or whatever. Hey, no, no, it's not hot. I'm like, then what's hot? Okay, if that's not hot, then what is? You don't want to ask that question. But I'm getting distracted. The potato chip flavors, it, what sparked it is they have chicken and waffle. That's Fla- gross. They have chicken and waffle flavored chips. I mean, Myers, Van Til's, those are local stores around here. Uh, I don't know if you, whatever, Kroger, wherever you're at. Chicken Piggly Wiggly. And <laughs> the Piggly Wiggly. Uh, Shoney's. No, that's a buffet place. Anyways, chicken and waffles. That's the newest one. That's gross. But I was just like, that's it. No. That's you it. Know what? I, don't, it I don't even really do. I don't like beer. Like I, I, I don't like uh, blueberry is about as crazy as you get with beer. Yeah. I'm not really into flavored stuff like that. Maybe yeah. I'm just, I'm just a fuddy duddy. I'm into craft beer, but yeah, not, but not, it's not, it's not weird not flavor. Really. Yeah. No, no. Um, the other thing you asked me was about the show. You said house and I'm like, I don't know what that means because house. Are you talking about the show house? Yeah. I didn't know where the confusion. It's been off. Well, it's been off the air for like three seasons now. Who's asking about anyone liking house? I don't know if I don't know if you know this about me, but I don't have yeah. <laughs> current viewing. Oh, I forget. <laughs> yeah, I you're like, to... hey, I want to know if you like Red Hot Chili Peppers flavored potato chips and Three's Company. <laughs> I'm like uh, Jack, was... Jack Tripper, yes or no? What was it? Uh, wasn't it Three Three's Company and then Three's a crowd? The spinoff. There was a spinoff of Three's Company. Oh, with his where he marries a chick and her father is the third, like you know, the third wheel. Okay. Oh, and he's basically pushed off Larry and he's like, "Listen, you're going to be a bachelor forever. I've gotten married better now." Better, Mr. Furley, uh, Don Knotts, or the other fella, Roper or Furley? You asking me Roper. who's better? Yeah. Not even a question. Furley. Okay. All right. Fine. Because uh, is that Mr. the Don Knotts one? Don Knotts is Furley, yes. All right, good. I agree. I just feel like Furley, it was more believable that Furley was tricked into believing that Jack was a homosexual in every episode than, than Roper. What was my question, though? What's that? What was my original question? If I liked Roper or Furley. No, better. House. Oh, yeah, House. Um, the show. I don't know. I You know what? Because the reruns were on, and I remember kind of um, binge-watching that show for a Do while. you call reruns first run? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. 1978 and on, yeah. You're like, have you seen yeah, Stamos in General Hospital? He's great. <laughs> I'm like, you guys, this Frasier guy has got two shows. <laughs> it's fucking unreal. They're on simultaneously, and one's aged 15 years. Turns out Ted Danson wasn't a pitcher, and he's friends with a guy from Seinfeld. Still one of the best shows ever. Cheers. Love it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, House, I just binge watched it. And years ago, I think I watched it, but I don't know. I was just thinking because um, I really liked it, but it's super formulaic. It's, I mean, everybody it's, comes it's in super structured. Everybody every comes in. They've got a problem. He starts figuring out the problem. Then they flatline. It's wrong. Yeah. And then he figures out the problem because of the fact that they flatlined. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very, and someone tells him this isn't ethical and he does it anyways. Right. And he, beca- you know, he ends up going to jail. I know you're like a couple seasons behind cause you're, I didn't watch the last season. Yeah. He goes to I jail. watched almost all of them. Yeah. Was, sorry. He, I think he was in rehab. Spoiler alert, but I, it's been three years. I, 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 I understand you're in, the you're in a unique world. situation, but you know, it's so sad. I'm so poor. And the other guy dies of cancer. Boo. <laughs> the cancer doctor. Yes. The oncologist. All right, I'm going to unhear that just like I did the Dumb and Dumber. But, uh, yeah, like it never happened. But no, but I was stuck because I really like the show. Like I, I, I like all the characters. And I think it's a great show. 
But I was like, man, this is cookie cutter shit. Like every time. You, you know mean what bad I mean? writing? They, no, not even Uncreative. bad writing. Just, just it's so structured. Like the, the person that would get sick would start the show and they would show how they fell out or right. whatever. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just, I wanted to bring it to you because um, I know you like good writing. And that's not it. But you also like good characters. Sure. And I feel like they're both there. I feel like one of the two is there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah, no, I think that he's a, you know, again, another guy who I got really pissed off when I found out that he was British. Sorry, Ben. Spoiler alert. <laughs> You'll find that out. No, no. A couple seasons from now when you watch the, the Emmys from 2000. Well, if you know anything about you, me. That should be coming on in the next week or two in reruns. You know that I have Jeeves and Wooster on my queue, so I'm well aware of his British descent. Oh, right. Thank you very much. Well, as soon as Steve left the podcast, I was hoping that... I'm glad that you're not... I love Jeeves and Wooster, by the way. Who's Jeeves? You mean Ask Jeeves? Jeeves and... Where do you think Ask Jeeves came from? I have no idea. Jeeves and Wooster was a I show. don't even know who who uses you, Ask... You're still using... You're using Ask Jeeves at, you know, I never did. I oh. didn't need to. I was a step ahead of the curve because I've seen Jeeves and Wooster, which is a show with Hugh Laurie and his butler, Wooster. He really is a no, butler? No, his butler, Jeeves. I'm sorry. He was Wooster. Bernie Wooster or something like that. What are you talking about? There's a show called Jeeves and Wooster. It's British. He would Ricky ask, Gervais in that in any way? No, no, no. He, would, he would ask his butler Jeeves, hence the Ask Jeeves. It was right. very popular. People that are snooty liked it. You can cut any part of that out. Is you that want. like Downton Abbey? Yeah, they're both British. It's very that's, much like it. As far that. as I'm concerned, that's the only tie that you need it to just, bind any show together. It just fell off the together. tracks, but there is a show called Jeeves and Wooster, and yes, I've seen it. How I many seen. Jewish people are in that show? Zero to one. I don't know how successful that's going to be. It's not going to be great. Do um, you have anything you want to throw a shout out to? Any? Uh, I know you said you found a new app that you're into called. Um, oh uh, man, the jukebox. Uh, yeah, touch tunes. The touch tunes. I want to go more into depth next week about the touch tunes mm-hmm. app, but I'll just I'll do a teaser with this. There's an app called My Touch Tunes. You can get it. It's a free app. You can put as many credits as you would a normal jukebox. So say you go get to, to pay though, yeah, through you, your phone. You, basically, instead of getting off your fat ass at the bar and walking up to the jukebox <laughs> and putting five dollars worth of Nickelback tunes in, you can do it from your round pub table, or you can put those credits in that app and it works for any Touch Tunes jukebox, which pretty much has the market. I don't know, at least in this area, they're almost all right. my Touch Tunes. So what that means is that anywhere your Wi-Fi connects with the Touch Tunes. Any alley behind a bar, any parking lot of a bar, anywhere near a bar, you control what music. What about is- the bathroom? Bathroom's fine. What about over at the, uh, you know, in the back? Back's fine. What about in your car in the parking Cigarette lot? Cigarette machine, fine. <laughs> right. <laughs> anywhere you go, but I'm just saying that because I'm I'm teasing what happened gotcha. a little bit. Tickle um, our ass with a feather, our respective I'm asses. I'm about to. You can control what music is played in a bar with your phone. That's ex- that's exceptional. It is very exceptional. So if you go to a bar that you don't necessarily like or people that you don't necessarily like are in that bar, you can make them listen to Raining Men if you choose. And that's all I'll say about it. The app is free. All you have to pay for is the music that you want yourself or someone else to listen to. You can have a lot of fun with it. It's tantamount to going to a diner, putting quarters in, and playing whatever shit you like and leaving. Is it an Android-only app or do you know I don't think iTunes? So. No, I don't think so. I mean, I have an Android but I don't think it is, no. I, I really doubt it. You're going to start a new Twitter account tonight. I should start a show. What's a it going to be? A show heavy. 
at hey know, my, man. Hey, want, at hey my Ben. I want people, at Ben my I man. I want people to tweet me with suggestions. At Lannister eight zero. At Lannister eight zero. At Lannister eight zero. At uh, hey my man twenty twelve. At Stuper Dave Inc. Figure out a way. Go to our butterfly. In fact, your brother left me a message on I'll butterfly do a show radio. Heavy one. You know what I mean. I have failed to uh, yeah. respond to it yet, uh, but I will. I didn't forget you. I've just been busy. I've had a super big uh, bad cold, and I've been in my bed for three or four days depressed over Nick leaving the podcast. But now I'm back. Uh, we're back. Next week at Nate Stom, we'll hit you up. Sweet. Uh, anybody, go to our Butterfly Radio page and uh, find the Hema Man podcast. Leave us a f- up to a five-minute message, ten five-minute messages, whatever you want. Leave us a question. Leave us a comment. Go to our iTunes uh, again, leave us a rating there and leave us a comment there. It helps us move up the chain so they can um, basically publicize our podcast so we can get more followers, get way more uh, popular, and forget about all you guys and find a bunch of better, cooler fans. Uh, that's all we have. Hopefully, without a doubt, our goal is to come back and start doing podcasts or putting one out every whether it be monday or tuesday but once a week on the same day and getting back to a um some more of a a better schedule because i hate having uh podcasts go a week and a half or you know whatever between but uh for the time being it's going to be me and ben and uh, we'll see hey i'm always open for somebody wants to throw uh throw it out there that they want to do the podcast they want to be on the podcast i've given you uh a ton of places to get hold of us at so we're here. This is how Ben got on the podcast. So reach out to us and uh, we'll see what we'll see. So until next time, uh, later. <laughs>